at home. DCK Productions proudly brings to you the greatest podcast in the world! Come on. The greatest podcast in the world? Suck it. No, you suck it. No, you suck it. No, you suck it. No, you suck it. I appreciate it if you both suck it. Suck it! We really should stop this fighting. Otherwise, we'll miss the fireworks. There won't be any fireworks. And here we go. And welcome, everybody, to... Suck it! I am the great and powerful King of Kings, Prince of all that is awesome, Derek. How is everybody tonight on a Labor Day edition of Suck It Podcast? It is a fantastic, fantastic day. You know, great weekend. It's been beautiful weather here in Northern Virginia. I hope it's been you know beautiful where you're at as well. But it's been beautiful. It's been in the 70s all weekend. It's just fantastic. Got out to enjoy nature, went through the mountains, did a whole bunch of cool stuff. It's just been fantastic. And then earlier today, um, we had the Mental Health Hour show, and I had Psychic Medium um, on. Uh, William Constantine, fantastic gentleman, a good friend of mine. It was a fantastic show. Please go back and check that out. Um, but it was overall just great, and kicking it off with a great, great week. Um so, how's everybody else doing? Everybody else doing great? I'm, I'm hoping so, because you know what? Again, like I said, I am. So, let's just get right to it. So, to kick off this week, I have an amazing guest. She's been dubbed the queen of the paranormal and has been an actress in a, a ridiculous amount of movies. Um, <clears throat> she recently has become the host of the Hollywood Entertainment News, and a whole list of other credits to her. But the coolest thing about her is she's got her own comic book about her as well and actually set a record um, you know, the, for the world's first person to actually mimic what her comic book does about her. And she's a real-life comic book hero. Just a whole slew of cool stuff about her. And we're going to talk about all that and more. Um, so please welcome to the show, Miss K.O. Hey, hey, how are you? Good, good. Hey, how are you? Fantastic. It's Monday. It's Labor Day, you know? So Yeah, can you believe it? Wow. I know. We've, we're, what, le uh, about four months left in the rest of the year? I mean, this year's almost over. Yeah, can you believe that? Then we start another one. Hopefully, we'll be able to do some Comic-Cons. That would be fun. Get back on the road again, see all my friends, and uh, see all the fans, and give them hugs and kisses, you know. Got to wait for this virus to go away. Uh, I miss everybody so much, and uh, it would be nice to, you know, get back to work that way. 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, comic cons are one of my favorite things in the world. You mm -hmm. know? Um, I'm a huge, I mean, as you can see, you know, <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm a, I'm a huge nerd. So, you know, it's yeah. one of those things where, you know, I, I, you know, I need, I need comics in my life and I need, you know, nerdiness in my life. And I haven't gotten much, uh, nerdiness this year, which really sucks. Sure as heck does suck, I'll tell you that, you know, financially and every other way, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, especially for, you know, because I'm also a stand-up comedian, so it's like, you know, I haven't been able to do any, you know, you know, stand-up. I haven't been able to do any much of anything other than the show. So right. thankfully, I've got the show, but other than that, it's like, you know, just ridiculous. Yeah, it's tough. You know, we I know a lot of the, you know, celebrities from the Comic Cons and uh, great, we're all struggling. Even actors, you know, movie sets are shut down and uh, there's not a lot of work and hope they save their money because uh, that's what happens. And uh, it's tough. It's tough for everybody in neighborhoods and just in any kind of job. I mean, the furloughs now are called fire dolls, so they just fire you. And yep. um God, you know, help you can, you know, find something. I mean, I've been, you know, uh, just shopping for neighbors. I've been delivering packages. I've been doing whatever I can to help out in my neighborhood, um, especially with animals. I, I save a little bit of my money and I, I go around and make sure that we have enough for the neighborhood because um, I live in an older neighborhood. There's a lot of neighbors that can't get out. I mean, they have breathing conditions. They have, they have problems. If you hear scratching at the door, that's my dog. <laughs> that TV against the door so he doesn't get in. <laughs> so um, let's just start with the um, the obvious here. Um, okay. Let's kind of deep dive into who you are and what you're all about. Um, but let's start with the obvious. Where does the name Queen of the Paranormal come from? Well, in 2007, I um, was doing a radio interview. I was starring as CC, two C's. In a, in a paranormal adventure show on cable and on broadcast television here in New England, all six states called CC the Huntress. Uh, CC was a lot easier to and more palatable for people to digest than Karosha Ona. So we just we just said CC. It just just was easier, you know, CC the Huntress. And um, so I was doing radio interviews, and a gentleman called and he said to me. Um, I dubbed you the queen of the paranormal. And I thought that was like the coolest thing, you know? And so from that day forward, I started using queen of the paranormal. Uh, when I did events, like Cece the Huntress is queen of the paranormal. I've got posters. I know you can't see the one in the corner, but well, maybe you can if I turn it this way. There's, there I am in the black in the black one, Cece the Huntress, queen of the paranormal. And that was dated back in 2008. Nine, and so then I decided. Well, geez, that's a cool name. I trademarked it, and that was one of the best financial moves I had ever made. I trademarked it, and it caused a, a big stir amongst people. But I guess they don't understand business and career and taking a path forward, um, because that gave me um, the ability to be able to help more people uh, succeed to their goals. I mean, I love to help women succeed. And um, so the different uh, things that I do can open up opportunities for other women to succeed and men too. So uh, it was a win-win for everybody when I uh, trademarked that. <clears throat> so now, um, 
I mean, are you a ghost hunter? Are you somebody that actually lives a supernatural life? I mean, what, yeah. is, what else is there to it? Well, I, um, well, I was born into it. I have over seven generations of uh, dream interpreters and spirit communicators. Uh, this is on my uh, maternal grandmother's side, my babcia, which is grandmother in Polish. And then uh, like her mother, uh, which would be my um, my babcia rogala, which is a stara babka, an old woman, old grandmother. And then on into Poland and Russia. I'm part Abenaki, Native American as well. I grew up uh, in a bilingual household, half Russian, Jew, you know, everything. And so I'm um, trying to, um, I thought everybody was like this, you know, talking about dreams and interpreting things and talking the spirit world. That's the world I grew up in. So uh, it was very easy to continue that as you uh, continue into your adult life. So that plus ghost hunting or paranormal investigation now, excuse me. Um, yeah, I, uh, I started at a very, very young age uh, doing that and just simplistic things with a you know, candle in a jar, asking the flame to go up when I was you know, very young uh, with you know, my, my parents watching me. And uh, even though my parents weren't involved in it, I think I skipped the generation there, but um, the other relatives were. So I'd say for a very uh, early age, I did uh, paranormal investigations and I still do them. And I take a lot of celebrities out with me at the Comic Cons in the evening after hours to experience the uh, spirit world on a level that is not like a ghost hunting television show. It's, it, it's far different, it's, it's, it's real. And um, I teach them how to communicate and how to teach others how to communicate. So it's a learning lesson and they get to, you know, teach their family and, and like that too. Gotcha. That's actually, that's actually, that's actually pretty awesome. Um, so, so when it comes to that kind of stuff, I mean, all the, you know, the ghost hunters and all this other stuff that's on TV, you know, what do you feel about that, those kind of TV shows? Well, all I can say is, um, as far as them being real, um, this is what I'll ask you, this is what I'll say to you. They film five to eight days wearing the same clothes, boiling it down to one evening. Do you think that's real? No. No. Okay. You just answered your own question. I didn't have to. Uh, but for entertainment value, um, that's pretty cool. And people want to get scared. They, they, they want things to happen. They want to see things. So for uh, like uh, entertainment or comical entertainment, sure. But it's sure as hell not real. I, uh, I produced um, many, many programs. I'm executive producer for Tag Team uh, Productions, Friendship Production Films. And boy, we have a lot of films that we, um, that we work with that are real. So I know, uh, and I have done casting on a few of the shows, and I know what it takes to be a producer, and I know firsthand that that ain't real. They can say whatever they want, it's just freaking isn't. But it makes great entertainment, and it may be, well, once somebody might want to go into the field and explore it and um, really understand what it takes uh, to be a paranormal investigator. Interesting. Um, yeah, because I felt the same way about those shows. And my, my wife's all about, oh, no, that's real. I'm like, that can't be. <laughs> no, it's um, not. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, wife. <laughs> she doesn't watch my show, so it's all good. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> This is usually my place to vent and talk shit about her because she doesn't want to. Whoa. Don't do 
I'm not going to be involved. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, so you've also, you've, you've been, I mean, looking at your IMDb, you have a ridiculous resume. I mean, woo. Yeah. I, I, Hey, look at we're in America. We live in America. You can be and become anybody you want. And to do the small bits that I do on the films, it's fascinating. I, you know, I learned from a, a young age. I don't want to spend the time to be like a Hollywood starlet or anything like that. I like to do this and that and the other thing. But I do like to have my finger in there because I'm very creative and I love the world of make believe and pretend and and acting. So you know, I fit right in there and just to have a foothold in, in a small, small way by being an extra or in a green screen thing, whatever. Um, to me, that's important. I like that. And um, it's very easy to do. And I have friends in the industry that say, hey, we're doing this. Come on over. Hey, we're doing that. I say, you're going to feed me? Yeah. Okay. I'll be there. <laughs> it, it works out well. Um you know, for all of us. But since uh, this COVID, uh, everything has come to a grinding halt yeah. uh, in that industry. Unfortunately, yeah, you're right. And, you know, one of my one of my biggest fascinations with you as far as, you know, your, you know, your your film accreditation is the amount of uh, MCU films you've been in. You know, everything from Captain Marvel to, you know, um, right. Civil War. You've done, I mean, you've been a part of it. And it's just like, ugh. You know, it, it's that's like the dream for anybody right now is just to be a part of that, you know, that universe. Yeah, yeah I guess so. And you know what? I, I look at it this way. The small way that I can contribute or be involved and um, paid or not paid. Um, it's just so it's just wonderful. You know, um, I think people, if they want to be involved, if they want to do things like this, come on, you, you can do it. Look, at I can. Why can't you? So uh, just do just do it. I mean, what you can do is try, get an IMDb page. You can apply for these, uh, you know, jobs and extras right through the IMDb page, or you can find an um, an agent that would help you. Um, and I just look at it this way: in order to get, you have to give. You have to give time. You have to this. I, I also run a, a PR company called ES News, and I do a lot of trade-offs. Hey, you give me the roll over there. Hey, you give me this extra thing. I walk through the set. I will do a great press release for you and blast it on the two different wires, national and international, that I'm uh, connected with. I've been doing uh, that for over 18 years, uh, press releases and working with the media and uh filming presidential elections both sides so i'm uh i um i love politics but i am not political explain that well i love politics i scream at the tv both sides both points <laughs> you, you know yelling like a fool and they're like i think they're going to answer me back of course they don't and uh only in my mind i think they <laughs> <laughs> And that could be a movie. But, um, yeah, I've I've been able to, when 
when President Obama was looking for support in the media, this goes way back, you know, uh, in his early election and trying to get feelers out in the New Hampshire area. I was one of the women that he approached. They emailed me and um, because I did media, I had a, a show in the media and I did PR and, and all of that. So I, not to join his team, but to be a person in the media that he could depend on that would do filming or whatever. Not only that, but we, Duncan Hunter, I did the same thing. I did a uh, wonderful filming for him, uh, followed him on parade routes and things like that. And I don't, when I do work like that, I don't work with a slanted opinion. Like, you know how you can take the camera and slant it a certain way to make it look like there's nobody there or there are people there or, or only focusing on the ones who are going boo. You know? I, I try to make the person look the best he possibly or she the best she, he or she possibly can when I'm hired. I'm not biased or, or prejudiced in, in any way when it comes to uh, a paid job like that. And uh, I love doing it. So and I, I've been doing it right along. And then when the presidential candidates can appear to New Hampshire, I was there again, right there with my 4K camera. And I was filming different news, things like that, and submitting it to, uh, to get a paycheck. Damn, you're just all over the place. Yeah, and, and I haven't even gotten to the Keeps comic book young, yet. You know. <laughs> Say that again. Keeps you young, you know. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. Um, and I haven't even gotten to the comic book yet. Mm. You, you know, I mean, so let's talk about that. You have your own comic book. Yes, I have several, by the way, um, and more coming. Um, I was doing a comic con in uh, Omaha, Nebraska, and. Oaks Bluff, Iowa. There's a little bridge that goes over to Iowa. So the Nebraska Oak Comic Con from Nebraska rented the place in in Iowa, right across the bridge. So I was over there, and um, oh, it was so much fun. Um, oh my God, I met so many like people. We're all still friends and whatnot. And um, uh, this gentleman, Charles Moyaset, uh, walked up to me, and he said. I like to put you in a comic book. And I'm thinking, hey, who would want that? <laughs> of course I want that. And I said, uh, well, let's talk. And so long story short, uh, he was doing a comic book called Haunted Tales of Bachelor's Grove. He was doing six books in that series. And I wanted my character to be me, named after me, doing things that I do in real life. Um, that's what I wanted. And so we went back and forth and they create uh, Brian Morissette um, from Rising Tide Publications. He created the script. And then um, Jeffrey Moy, I believe his name is, he was the artist at that time for the comic book. And so after that was done, um, Brian said to me, you know what? I, I did some research and I, I, and I think you're the only one that has done this in comic book history where you are yourself doing what you do like in real life between the pages of the comic book as a superhero. Uh, so um, he researched it extensively and we found out that, um, I'm trying to think of the word, indisputable. Uh, it's not undisputable. 
is indisputable. You cannot dispute it because that's just the way it is. The people that came closest to me were Roy Rogers and Dale Evans back in 1934, I believe. And they did their, um, their television show um, in comic book form, but they weren't superheroes. So I took that and from there, it's just been, you know, one thing after another. We've already done right now, I think we're on our third book for, uh, you know, the, the Tales of Bachelors Grove, which is an actual real cemetery. I went there last year when I did uh, Silicon out in Illinois, and the cemetery is really creepy. And so we did some, you know, shots and your photographs and this and that you know, for the next comic book. And that was really cool. And then I decided I want to do my very own comic book. So it was uh, Queen of the Paranormal Adventures. And now we're up into book number three on that. And then we have Celebrity Ghost Hunters. And that is a crazy, crazy book. It was based after two um, ghost hunts that went viral. And so uh, we combined them and I wrote it. And Brian uh, Morris, who yeah, he's like, you know, our guy, <laughs> he scripted it, uh, put it in a script form. And uh, we put that out and we put it for sale. Now we're doing a movie based on that. And um, another comic book coming out again, uh, based on um, our adventures there. Uh, they're kind of adultish. So it's an adult uh, magazine with um, Jimmy Starr, Ron Russell, Eileen Shapiro, and a rock star. We had two different rock stars. And uh, one became quite emotional. I am gonna say who he is, he's pretty big. <laughs> so, um, and off camera, he was going, can you, can you please get me out of the building, please? I mean, he was like crying. So um, Eileen got him out of the building. <laughs> and then we went on, but we had some funny things that happened where I, you know, we're climbing over this fence and there's Eileen and if you know her, she's very, very well endowed. And like, wow, like you can't stop staring at her because she's, she, she's just gorgeous anyway. But she was stuck on the fence with her boobs. We're stuck on the freaking fence. And we were laughing our heads off because she couldn't get her boobs off the fence. And so we put that, that was in the comic book too. And then, you know, there's, uh, Russell with his, you know, he thought he saw a glory hole in a wall, and there's dumb me going, what's that? <laughs> it was just the craziest thing, and one of the rock stars, the grinder app kept going off, and, you know, oh, it, it was hysterical, and so um, that's what's in the comic book. So, if you go to queenoftheparanormal.com, you can see it there. I have an instant download for it, and also paperback. Oh, my God, I got to read that. <laughs> oh God, yeah. You'll laugh. You you really will. It is freaking funny. And it follows the path of the viral um ghost hunts Um because yeah, because I can I, the way you were describing, I could picture Eileen being in that situation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was just wow. That was funny. I ripped the back of my pants pretty good and climbing over that damn fence and and there's you know, there's Ron Russell over all of us whoop, up and over like like what the hell happened here? You know, we plugged him and <laughs> went up and yeah, he's great. I didn't realize that he really is ghost hunter, and he did very well with the dowsing rods and EVPs and everything needed. I mean, he was just right, right there, and he's funnier than hell. He's quite the comedian too. Oh, he is. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, Ron oh, yeah. is. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just gonna say Ron is like a a master of all trades. He is. He really is. Yeah. And um, like you watch him do comedy, and you learn so much from him. It's like like studying old fashioned comedy. I mean, there's timing to it. There's you know the way you pronounce your verbiage. I mean, everything. And to watch him, he's like a mastermind at it. And uh, when we were in the building. And doing EVPs, I, I believe I asked the spirits, do you know, do you know who we are or do you know my name or something like that? And what came back was Jimmy, Jimmy Starr, as loud as could be. You were hearing everybody got freaked out, but how would they know Jimmy thing? Jimmy, Jimmy Starr. That's exactly what the recorder said. You can hear it on the tape, and we put that in the comic book as well. Even even the ghosts know Jimmy. Yeah, can you believe that? Everyone knows Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> That's, true. That's true. Yeah. Famous news. <laughs> yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know who Jimmy is, Jimmy is a world famous PR rep and um, runs World Star PR with Eileen Shapiro and has his own uh, podcast and TV show with uh, with his husband Ron Russell, who's an actor and been in a ridiculous amount of movies as well. Um, so check them out as well. That's who we're talking about here. Yeah. If you guys don't know, um, <laughs> close friends of both of ours. Um, but, uh, that's just hilarious. <laughs> that's just Yeah. I'll tell you when you read the book and then if you go on uh, to Jimmy's site and watch uh, the two videos, of, of course, there'll be a lot of, you know, adult language. <laughs> of course. Like oh God. Uh, you get past all of that. Um, it's pretty hysterical. I mean, we were um, the only people allowed in to Kings Park, New York. Um, I mean, the other ghost shows couldn't get in at all, not granted permission. Uh, I was. I carried it in a folder for myself, too. Um, and I do believe that, and I've been in other places uh, to do paranormal investigations and filming, um, like the Hoosack Tunnel in um, Orange, Massachusetts, where the west east portal is, out to North Adams, Massachusetts, where the west portal is. And um, ghost hunters couldn't do it. Ghost adventures were only allowed to stand outside uh, the bridge. I mean, the, the train tunnel, it's a five mile train tunnel. I was allowed passage through the entire thing by a retiring CAO, CEO from Pan Am Rail Services. So uh, that was um, extraordinary. And, you know, I've, I've been to places like that um, because I keep the integrity of the building and the historical value of um, the situation intact. There's no, oh, did you hear that? Or, you know, and all this conjuring up spirit stuff and, you know, yelling at them. We do it in a, a professional manner and respect uh, the spirits and also very steep in the history. So that's why we were granted permission for all those places. And the Mount Washington Hotel. I know the ghost hunters said that they were the first ones to investigate. And I uh, wanted their management, Mark Tetlow, uh, who subsequently got arrested years ago for scamming like 70 grand from people. That's a story for another day. <laughs> Anyways, um, 
they said they did it first. And I'm like, no, no you didn't, dude. I, I did it two years before you with New Hampshire Magazine in tow, and we did it for New England Cable. So they wouldn't, uh, you know, say that it was me. So what I did was I contacted the hotel and the conglomerate that, uh, I think it was Omni conglomerate that owns uh, the Mount Washington Hotel now, I sent them all my information. And what they did was they took the ghost hunters down from the facility saying that they did it first, put me up. And so anyone that goes there, their staff has been uh, trained to say it was me, period. A girl from New Hampshire did it. And I will go to any length to get the credit due that I'm given. I do the same thing for women. They'll come to me, I didn't get credit for this or that, or they didn't give me my money back for this uh, convention or you know, a ghost hunt that never happened. And I, um, I hunt them down and I get the money for them because you have to give credit when credit is due. If you don't give me credit, I'm gonna take it from you. And that's my motto. And I've done it uh, consistently and there you have it. I'm, I'm one tough girl, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um we're gonna talk about that and more i'm gonna take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back sure. okay awesome all right guys so i'm here to talk to you about better help have you been in a situation to where you think you need counseling whether it be for stress management whether it be you know bipolar disorder like i have or you know are you just feeling down all around and you just need someone to talk to check out my friends at better help you know, the great thing about BetterHelp is that you don't have to worry about going onto your website for your Aetna or Cigna or anything like that and then trying to find a therapist near you and then waiting two or three weeks, maybe even a month sometimes, you know, to finally get into that therapist office, see that psychiatrist or whatever the case might be. You know, there's no waiting rooms. There's no, no uncomfortability. With BetterHelp, it's all right there in the palm of your hand, right there on your cell phone. You know, you, know, you can text your um, therapist any given time, any, you know, any time, day or night. 24 hours a day and they'll respond back and you can just chat. And you also have weekly sessions that you can also have, you know, I do mine every Sunday night at nine o'clock. I'm not afraid to admit that better help is a great, great option for somebody who's just looking for someone to talk to that, you know, you don't feel like going to a doctor's office for. So please go to betterhelp.com forward slash S I pod for 10% off your entire subscription with them. Again, that's betterhelp.com forward slash SI pod and you can get again 10% off you can't go wrong better help is there for you day or night 24 7 365 days a year trust me you won't be mistaken and now back to the show all right we're back all right so um you've been mentioning a lot that you're a big advocate for women Yes. Um, so what exactly are you about for that? What exactly do you do? Well, I, uh, first off, what I'd like to do if a woman comes to me and says, Hey, can you help me in my career goals? I want to, I have a radio show and I, geez, I, I nobody's listening to it. What do I do? Um, I, I want to be a famous ghost hunter. You know, I get a lot of that too. Um, but what I try to do is put them on a good career path by, um, first off, starting at square one, a business plan. 
building a business plan is very important and constantly changing the business plan to grow within you and your growing career. I think that's very important. I've helped many women that way. I started the show Paranormal 13 News and on that program, I take women from all walks of life and men and they're on the show and we do this great news thing and they're able to be seen um, in a market internationally that they would normally never be able to afford uh, for free. And they get their websites, so we're able to promote them and um, and help them get work and do press releases for them and um, like that. So uh, the other thing, too, is people with disabilities. Um, I'm a big supporter of that. My son, Bobby, had uh, Tourette's, and <clears throat> I work with... Um, uh, people that have Asperger's uh, and they uh, do go shows. So I gave them a contract to be on um, on Roku, the Galaxy Global uh, Television Network, to push that. Also, with the films that I do with Tag Team Friendship Productions, we do films that matter, whether it's about mental health issues, sex trafficking. Um, that's what we do. All of the people involved in our organization, Tag Team Friendship Productions, has a disability, whether it's, um, you know, uh, they're mentally challenged or they suffer from depression, bipolar, uh, whatever it is. We are a team together putting films together uh, to help people. And we've won many, many awards. I've been the executive producer on a lot of their uh, films and have received a lot of awards so we can bring awareness um, that so hey th there's nothing normal in this world we're all paranormal so why don't we just get together and teach each other by uh, through film and also through music because I'm the founding member one of the founding members of the New England Music Hall of Fame and again what we do is we, we celebrate positivity with that, um, all kinds of music from a historical perspective up to modern day, all genres like that. So um, that's how I like to help women uh, with mentoring and men as well, best that I can to get them uh, a good footing uh, in their career the right way. Um, that's awesome. Cause that's actually, you know, one of the things that this show is all about, um, right. you know, I mean, yes, it's called Suck It Podcast. And yes, I talk to celebrities. And yes, we talk about entertainment. We talk about comedy and stuff like that. But there's a there's an, always an underlying theme in every episode. And it's, a, you know, it's mental health. Because, um, right. again, my, you know, with my, you know, I don't call it a disability. I, I call it a, you know, just a disorder. Um, you know, it's, you know, my, men, you know, with being bipolar, being having PTSD and having severe anxiety, um, I want to bring my message to the masses as right. much as much as I can because I want that one person that's con considering suicide or that one person that doesn't know whether or not they should seek therapy or whatever the case might be. I just want to help that one person every day or every week or every month because right. I want them to know that they're not alone. And by you know me coming on here and having these conversations that are, again, with no pre-interview, unscripted, and we can get real and raw and uncensored and all that other stuff. I want, again, to let them know they're not alone. And that's what the whole point of the show is. And to connect with somebody like you on that level is amazing to me. Because, again, it, it just shows that there's more people out there that truly do care. 
you know, mental yeah. health is one of those things that is rarely talked about still to this day, even That's in right. 2020, um, especially among men. And um, because, again, and I've said this a thousand times, you know, men, especially from my generation and before, not so much th this current generation, but we were always told, oh, suck it up, drink some exactly. whiskey. Yeah. And that's where the name suck it comes from. Yeah, it's, boys it's, don't cry, boys don't exactly. do that. Exactly. So that suck it up mentality is exactly where the suck it podcast comes from. Is for anyone that ever told you to suck it up in your lifetime, we tell mm -hmm. them to we tell them to suck it. Um, and that's what it basically boils down right. to. And um, it's it's that it's bringing that empowerment back mm -hmm. um, to us. Because exactly. you know, so few so few people do that, and so few people care enough to actually speak up and say, "Hey, I'm bipolar. I've had two suicide attempts. Don't be like me and hide it for 37 years. Damn it, do something about it when you first notice. If you see something about yourself, say something." And the thing is, too, if you have caring people that are around you and they see you're having difficulty, they don't walk away. They're there to help you, assist you, get you the help that you need. And I think that's really important. When, you know, Eileen said, hey, you're going to be on Suck It Podcast, I was beyond thrilled because I knew about, you know, the mental health awareness. And I knew how much that that meant to me with Tag Team Friendship Productions. And also as, you know, a mom with kids that have disabilities and um, disorders uh, like that. And myself, you know, I've been struggling with uh, post-traumatic stress syndrome. Uh, I was attacked in my yard at gunpoint and uh it didn't bother me at first but then who do you have to talk to you i tried so hard with uh, to get to a counselor to have somebody to talk to and um it, it was like pulling teeth it was just you know it, it was ridiculous and i found that over time now i i have trigger uh things i'll go outside and, and just out of the blue, I'll see that tree that I get attacked near, and I just completely, boom, you know, I'm back there again, and I'm not having a good day, and I can't think, and I, I don't know, you know, like that. So, um, yeah, I, I struggle as well, and um, I have a very good daughter, <laughs> and she'll, uh, oh, come on, Ma, let's sit, and we sit, and we talk it out, we talk it out, and, and then I'm better. Um, and I find the less coffee I have, the better I am too. <laughs> I then it whoops me up, you know, and I go outside and I look at that tree and I just want to chop the fucking thing down. That's ridiculous. It's a tree. It didn't yeah, do anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the tree's a good tree. I can hug that tree. <laughs> so, yeah. But, you know, um, yeah, that's what I was left with. Uh, so the more that I talk about that uh, incident, uh, the better it is for me. And what I do is I go and I talk at events about it. I talk about uh, not so much gun control, not so much anything like that. But when you're one house from a school, the school should lock the doors, especially when the gunman got away. And so this is important to me. And, um, you know, I wrote to the mayor and just to make sure that people are warned. Um, but I did take the brunt of it. I was sexually assaulted and knocked out. And uh, it just, you know, years later, you're just still, I think the post-traumatic stress syndrome hit me a good year or so after. I mean, at first I was okay, uh, but then it slowly creeped in. And uh, that's how my doctor said it, it would if I didn't get help. 
and um, I tried to get help. But now I use uh, my pulpit here you know, to be able to talk about the situation and uh, with people, and hopefully, you know, we can help each other. That's important. It really is. Um, you know, my my PTSD comes from a, an abusive uh, marriage um, that I was stuck in for you know roughly about four years, and and it's now been. 13 years since I've been away from it and it still affects me to this day. Um, you know, my wife, my current wife will do certain things that just kind of spark a memory from those days. And, you know, I used to lash out irrationally, but now, um, now that I'm aware of it and, you know, for the longest time, my wife would tell me there's something you need help. You, there's something wrong with you. And I fought it forever. I say that. Yeah. But but I knew that there was, um, yeah. but I refused to admit it because again that ego mentality that you know that masculinity oh I'm gonna if I get diagnosed a certain way or I have to go seek help for something that takes away who I am, and I fought it forever and it was wasn't until about just about two years ago it'll be two years in November that I finally sought help for it and right. um, you know it was a series of events that just completely tore me down and. It, it took a, you know, it had, it took me to hit rock bottom, you know, you mm -hmm. know, almost committing suicide. Um, you know, my dad, um, almost died that week as well. He had a, a massive stroke and, um, yeah. you know, it was, just, you know, a lot of stuff going on at work and then people were coming down on me. It was just, it was a combination of everything at one time. And I just broke. And at that point I was like, okay, there's something wrong here. And then through time and, you know, just a lot of, you know, talking and whatever has got me to this point. And, uh, I, I attribute, you know, my wife, my best friend, you know, to making sure that I'm still around, you know, my kids and it's, it's, it's tough, but, but now because of this show also, I come on every day, you know, twice on Mondays and I get to talk to people who, you know, either know somebody that's been in a situation, have been in a similar situation or just, you know, are passionate about the subject and in, in some which way, shape or form. And the amount of people that I've had on the show that have dealt with a mental health mm -hmm. issue in any, you know, even if it's just, you know, stress, stress inducing, you know, panic attacks, whatever it it's, it's, it's astounding. And the, and how much it's, again, it's still not talked about. And it, and it, and that's why, again, that's why I started the show and it's, because it's a it's a real life issue that needs to be talked about. I believe so too. I don't know what people are so afraid of. Uh, they're afraid of like the 1950s mentality. Yep. You know that it's a stigma. You know it's it, it's crazy. That's crazy. Wait, it, listen. It's 2020. Okay, grow up. We all have issues. We all have problems. We all need help. Why don't we help each other? And that's, you know, one of the things that, you know, I like to do. And I do it in a positive manner because, you know, just to rag on somebody or whatever, that's not going to get you anywhere, you know. Well, maybe a little bit, but no, no, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you got to do it with positivity. And um, I'm grateful for the projects that I've been involved in with uh, a gentleman named Chris Anino. He's a director of a lot of the films that we did together. And boy, we, we won some fantastic awards, you know, with him at the helm there. And of course, all the people that, you know, contributed to it. 
And now we move forward into the New England Music Hall of Fame. Again, all positive and great. And with that, um, we have the Hollywood uh, Entertainment News. And that is celebrity gossip with a positive spin. Not, you know, talking about some guys wearing the diaper going down the street. You're making fun of people. That's what I'm not going to do that. So we have it all worked out that it's going to be positive. It's going to be fun. It's going to be filled with laughter. And um, that is what I like. So as queen of the paranormal, I'm always into the positive energy. So that is definitely my game there. And I've been putting out, uh, I filmed, it was it yesterday? I was doing these Hollywood um, entertainment news briefs. They're very small little snippets, about a minute, minute and a half long, about all different topics that are on the magazine. The first one's paranormal, about dreams, celebrity dreams. That's going to be a cool one. That's going to be up tomorrow, believe it or not. And uh, you're going to find out that in actuality, this celebrity got advice from her dead friend. And it paid off gazillions times over and over and over. So uh, that's a cute little snippet that we're going to do. Again, all positive. So when we talk about paranormal horror or celebrity gossip or whatever we do on the, the uh, Hollywood Entertainment News briefs or Hollywood Entertainment News, which is a half hour long show, <clears throat> is all positive. Now, this program, you can see it right on hollywoodentertainmentnews.com. It will be embedded there. It'll also be embedded on other um, networks. It is going to be in airports. It is going to be everywhere you know where you have a device. So it's a new concept. It's uh, the wave of the future. And again, there are opportunities for men and women for me to open the doors for. Uh, the bigger I get, the more opportunities I have to give and lend to you know other people so they can succeed in their career. Wow. That's awesome. I sound like a pretty douches, but I'm not. <laughs> Um, I laugh about that. Hey, I'm listening, you know, but um, I'm, I really, really cannot stress enough how we need to pull together as, you know, as human beings and, and get through this pandemic, get through strife, get through, you know, um, all the disorders we have. And, you know, I think we can do it if we all stand together. That's yeah. Um, and it's, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because I'm actually in the process of, um, Working on a project right now to where I'm actually going to produce a um, and create a uh, web series, oh, cool. um, yeah, based on uh, mental health as well. Oh, um, I think that's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. So what I what I kind of want to do is I kind of want to follow six real six people over the course of like a week, um, mm -hmm. and really kind of you know dive into who they are and why they you know certain certain things try to get all walks of life i'm trying to get some celebrities involved as well um because it's just one of those it's a passion project i think that it'll open up the eyes of a lot of different people and yes. um because i'm gonna do it in a way that I, I i don't believe has ever been done before and um you know i have a kickstarter out there for because you know it's gonna cost money um but uh I, i'm trying you know I'm trying to raise as much awareness, you know, as I possibly can. And, you know, I'm so thankful that there's people like you out there as well that are doing the same thing. It, it, yeah. it just well, means the world. Well, let me know if you need anything, if you need uh, publicity or an article written that we can uh, make sure that you get seen uh, through Hollywood entertainment news um, on one of our pages. And um, then you, 
that'd be wonderful. And people all over will be able to know about your project and stuff and hire me, okay? Hire me. <laughs> I'll help you any way I can. No, seriously. People that, you know, I say that and then, you know, they call me up, they go, oh my gosh, you really did help me. She didn't want anything in return because I don't. I think that we should have a skill set, be able to take that and share that with people too. Well, then uh, I will definitely be sending you an email about it. Excellent. Um, I love that. Yeah. Thank you. Um, because I can use all the help I can get because it's going to, like I said, it's going to cost an arm and a leg and of money I just don't have. And it's something that I, I really, you know, I've been talking about it a lot on here, but it's it's something that I really, really, really kind of want to put together. Because, again, you know, without people like you, without people like me, and I'm not trying to take any credit because I'm just a little guy, um, you know, trying to, again, raise awareness for, you know, stuff like this. I mean, you know. And it's, and it just, again, it's so amazing to me. Like tomorrow night I have on um, a rock and roll star um, who's, you know, wrote a cookbook, uh, you know, about, um, yeah, but he's, but that cookbook's for for raising awareness for um, autism. And it's like, okay, cool. It's like fantastic. Um, It's a a gentleman by the name of Kenny Wilkerson. He's the bass player for Nova Rex. Okay. Um, so his son has uh, autism, Asperger's, and so he did this cookbook with the likes of like Ozzy Osbourne and a whole bunch of other rock yeah. stars who um, wrote, all wrote a recipe and contributed to this book. And I'm like, hell yeah, that's amazing <laughs> to me. Um, you know, and you know, just the people that I've met. I mean, you know, I, I've met a really good friend through the show uh, who I've been a- acquainted with now for a while, who's a, a psychic and a, a medium, but also a life coach. And he's taking his time out of his day to help me with some things as well. And it's like, and again, not asking for anything in return. And it's, you know, it's like. That's called a good person. They are. Yeah. You know, selfish person. That's a good person. He, he is. I mean, and all the people that I've met through the show and, you know, just the connections that we have and the conversations Mm -hmm. that we're able to have, you know, I, I think really, you know, serve a great purpose and I want to continue just to, to preach it to the world and, you know, let people know, again, we're just like everybody else. There's nothing wrong with us. You know, yes, we might have a disorder, but that doesn't mean we're any different than you. We're human, too. Yeah, and- everybody has their idiosyncrasies and, you know, they they just have them and, or quirks they like to be called, whatever. And, you know, hey, I work with all types <laughs> of people. And, you know, that's why... You know, I just shake my head saying, wow, you know, there's so many colorful people out there, so many professionals, so many different people. And uh, it's a melting pot. You know, I say this is a melting pot. And um, we have to be accepting of everybody and everything. And again, we should help each other. And I'm dedicated to doing that. Anyone that knows me, has read about me, will know that, yeah, I am trustworthy. I keep my word. I'm dedicated to helping others and animals. And that's how I raised my family. And we do the Queen of the Paranormal together. It's a business. It's a family business. And um, so we have different things, greeting cards. We have just a whole bunch of stuff going on. And uh, we, we do it together. And I think that's important with families that you work within, you know, your families too. Yeah. I mean, family is, you know, the greatest resource in the world. If we have, when you have the right family, um, for a long time, I didn't have the right family. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, family is sometimes your greatest resource for everything. And you yeah. know, it, it's, yeah, I, I'm really grateful for, for, the, for the family I have. I am too. You know, I have my, my son, my daughter, and they're just my rocks. Unbelievable. So, and um, it's nice to have them through life and, uh, you know, help them with their career goals and babysit my grandson. And, uh, oh, he's so precious, a cute little bug, you know. And, and yeah, life is good if you let it be. That's why I say don't, don't focus on the negative. Yeah, we have a pandemic. Okay, put a mask on. You know, uh, we still have life. We still have things we can do. We can help our neighbors. We can do things. We don't have to sit at home and complain. And um, okay, I'm off the pulpit now. <laughs> <laughs> what can I pretend I am now? <laughs> you, you are an amazing woman. Um, you. you have, you know, you're doing so much, you know, for, you know, the, your community around you, um, you know, and women and everybody else, it, you know, you're, you're definitely somebody that, you know, uh, w people should aspire to be not just met women, but men in general, men and two, um, you were, cause I mean, again, with everything that you've done, I mean, from comic books to paranormal stuff, to acting, to you know everything you know you know empowering women it it just speaks to your character and that is amazing to me so I, I wish there was more people like you in the world oh thank you <laughs> I, I truly mean that um you are definitely an amazing individual i'm glad that eileen hooked us up because um i like yeah. her i really yeah. like her she's, <laughs> so, she's so do I. <laughs> Funnier than hell. <laughs> really is. She makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah, she really is. I mean, I, um, back in July, um, was when I first started working with them, and mm -hmm. they had booked like two solid weeks of shows for me. And one of the days, um, one of the guests, you know, when they they had booked, I had to pull out because they had a death in the family, mm -hmm. and they were like, you know what? Me and Jimmy are gonna come on and we're gonna have a ball. So <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. So next thing I know, I'm having Jimmy and Eileen on my show. And I'm gonna tell you what, it was an absolute blast. We talked for like two hours on the show and we just oh, yeah. constantly just cracking jokes, laughing back and forth. Um, those two are amazing. Um, yeah. I, you know, I'm glad to have, you know, been hooked up through them. And I'm, I'm, I'm I feel my consider myself very blessed with the, you know, the, the connections I've made and so on and so forth. And um, now I've got, you know, a, another wonderful lady in my life that I can, you know, um, yeah. So again, I appreciate that. And you are just, again, you are a spectacular individual. Well, thank you very much. Um, a lot of people say to me, geez, everything just gets handed to you. And I'm thinking like, there's nothing. There is not a overnight sensation. It's called hard work and many, many years doing so and not giving up and not changing who you are just because of Oh, I want that job. I think I'm going to go do a sex thing or something so, with somebody to get that job. No, be yourself. Be honest. Be kind and help others. You have to give in order to get. And um, I've been blessed with uh, different people in my career. Uh, one is Antonio Choice. He um, is a marketing manager for me. And he owns Cass. Um, his marketing firm, and he uh, was the gentleman who um, who 
puts the airport streaming services uh, into the airport. So, you know, you go and you see the TVs in the airport. Um, that's him. And so I hooked up with him um, kind of just by accident, you know. And um, the, I was originally on airport television, but that contract ended. So they had somebody else. And Antonio is the one that took it over. It was REMS who owns all of the, the screens, but it is powered by Cass, the guy who puts this digitally into the digital signage thing. And so um, we, we were talking and I wanted my paranormal stuff that I did and different things that I do on that TV. So I was able to um, barter. That's what we did. We bartered. I'll do all your press. You put my stuff on, t on the airport TV. Well, not only went there, but it went on uh, like, um, smart, you know, the smart cars where you plug in the electric, they have these screens. Um, so I, I'm on those and I do this thing called supernatural news bullets. They're one minute long. They include music, uh, anything from a Zizel to, um, the Talisam who lives up in the attic. That's Bulgarian folklore. So a whole bunch of different things and it's all, you know, closed caption and it runs at the airport and, um, a lot of people see it and I've got a QR code and they snap it and then they're at my website, writing me a whole bunch of nice things that, you know, it was great to be able to see that stuff. I put out positive quotes. I have a book for it where I come out in, um, it's actually cartoon form and um, just reciting, you know, positive quotes that I've written, you know, that people can see at the airports and at the Denver International Airport, we have charging, we have these little stations, little, they're big, big stations. You can make free domestic calls, international calls. You can charge your cell phone. Um, you can watch me right on the screen, well, a lot of other people do. <laughs> so there's a, there's a lot that people don't realize when, when they think of paranormal, um, the Facebook kind of click people there, they're just focusing on, oh, who's on our travel channel or who's on, you know, whatever channel like that. Well, th that's just cable in the United States. I mean, I, I want to be global. I, I want to take hold globally. So I took more of a global stance into the general public than to um, being cuckold into uh, like a Facebook famous thing. So uh, on cable. So yeah, my, my reach is uh, pretty vast and pretty far when it comes to um, getting my name, my brand and all of the positivity out there. And with that, I became the face of airport uh, TV streaming services just like Jennifer Garner with um, her Neutrogena commercials and stuff like that, because I do commercials and PSAs as well. And I work with minority companies um, in Atlanta, actually all over the place. I've sent them um, my old cameras so that they can film and uh, bring awareness to what's going on during the riots and things like that. So, busy. <laughs> <coughs> Just the more you more and talk, the more I smile because it's just, you know, you you um, definitely live and preach that whole power of positivity thing. And, yes, you know, more people need to be, you know, like that. And, you know, again, I can't say it enough. You're just an amazing woman. And I'm so oh, happy, so happy to have to have met you. And I don't have you met you, too, because, you know, I mean, we're saying what a great dude you were and stuff like that. And. Um, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, a little, I'm a little shy. A lot of people they don't realize that that you know the, here's the TV version, but the we want to see the real version. Whoa! <laughs> so. 
<coughs> well, I'm glad that you were able to get honest and raw with me, especially about, you know, the, the time you were attacked and stuff like that, because, again, that's what the show is all about. And, and um, I, I truly appreciate when people get like that. And they don't just sit there and expect, you know, you know, for me to read off of a PR script or whatever the case might be, because right. I, I refuse to do that. That's not me. And like I said, because I don't, I don't even do a pre-interview. I, I just want to know enough about you to start a conversation, because everything right. else I want, yeah, yeah. Cool. everything else I want to know is going to come from your mouth hole. <laughs> I mean, that's how I look at it. My mouth hole. Okay. Your mouth hole. <laughs> I remember that one. My mouth hole. That's my favorite line. Come out of your mouth hole. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I've never heard of that one. That's a good one. I have a lot of Derek isms <laughs> that I, I use. Yes. So. Yes. Hey, you know, you got to make up words in this business, otherwise, you know, you got to be catchy. I use big words, and some of the words I do make up. I can't think of them offhand, and people think they really are words, you know, because I like interject some big educational thing there, and they think, "Oh, she's so smart," <laughs> so I can rattle off something like not pronounced right, and they think it's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's all paranormal, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You don't know. That's yeah. how they pronounced it back in the 1500s. This is what this guy just told me. That's what we can go with. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. They won't know. <laughs> yeah, that's a ticket. Sure. <laughs> okay, I believe. <coughs> um, again, I, I appreciate that, and I'll definitely be uh, emailing you and contacting you on a separate I level. So. I really hope so because I think that we could uh, really do some positive, positive work with your project, and uh, I could maybe even lend you some advice or, you know, whatever that I've been through, uh, some you know pitfalls. Maybe I'll, I'll share them with you, and then you could avoid those as well. And I appreciate that. Thank you very, very, very much. Um, yeah, and I'll I'll definitely be getting a hold of you soon, and we'll definitely okay. chit chat. But um, again, Ko, I, I appreciate you so very much. You're just amazing, and um, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Ooh, my face is so hot. <laughs> well, I, I can't compliment you enough. So, uh, I'm, <laughs> but yes, you are awesome, and I, you know, thank you very much. Okay. Listen, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it more than you know. If people want to learn about me, all my stuff's on the website, queenoftheparanormal.com. And don't forget about this fall coming up, Hollywood Entertainment News. You can go to hollywoodentertainmentnews.com, and that will be where the day, the little briefs are. They're not daily, though, because, you know, I have a lot to do, but maybe weekly. Yep, and that, all those links in her uh, social media will be linked in the description of this video. And again, again, I um, I thank you very much. And I thank you too. You have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye bye. Ah, uh, I love people, especially people like her. Just amazing. Um, what a way to start off the week, guys. I hope that you enjoyed your Labor Day. I hope you got you know got a fix at the pool or went to the beach or got some barbecue in your stomach, um, drank some beer. Um, but again, come back tomorrow for like I said earlier, Kenny Wilkerson, um, the bass player for Rec Nova Rex, who has a new cookbook out. Um, it's a heavy metal cookbook all about you know cooking, and all the proceeds go to towards um, Rock On for Autism. Um, a uh, autism charity. So fantastic stuff coming up this week. But definitely check us out tomorrow for that. And again, I love everybody here. Thank you very much for joining me on this wild ride that is Suck It. 
for everyone that ever told you to suck it up, that's exactly what you need to tell them. Because we're just like them. But again, stay happy, stay healthy, and as always, stay fucking heavy. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace!